0: Culture Technology and Psychology,
1: and psychology. With, with Tabana. A
0: very warm hello to our Radio Bomb Dad listeners. I'm sitting on a Sunday with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandra, And I'm glad we are um, airing the show, um, Culture and Psychology. Um, and I just wanted to... Welcome, uh, everyone, to our show. Today, we are going to talk about the role of education in our personal, um, in our um, professional, and in our interaction life. Um, So I want to start with um, talking about what does education mean to us? Is education... um, does it have a different meaning in in different culture? Does it really matter in um, some cultures uh, or what, what is, because I remember in um, one of the questions for um, composition in writing, we always got, and sometimes we talk about it as a joke, and that is, is education better versus money? How do you compare education with money and it was always a question and it was expected from us to always say of course education is better than money because with education you always can get to money but that was like old way of looking and in today's world i know there are different perceptions or there are different um know conversation about education so i want to open up this come and this topic to see how you guys um see education in your life how is it in your culture how much education has changed your life
1: yeah i think it's a good question i think it starts with what was the emphasis of education within our family as well as even within our culture so kind of starting with first family within culture uh, for myself, growing up in my family, I was actually talking with my parents about this recently. They they never encouraged college. They never said like, you need to go to college. You're supposed to go to college. You have to go to college. Um, in fact, I remember like the one growing up, there was like this one uncle, this remote uncle who went to college and he ended up working at like like a, um, a retailer. And like, they were like, oh yeah. So uncle so-and-so went to college and look, he works at, you know, this, this big chain store. And it was just like, as just like a sales clerk. And it was just like this idea that college doesn't always bring you success or or even money in that way. So it was just not even really acknowledged or addressed uh, addressed in that way. Um, Even I think within my culture too, historically, uh, college hasn't been something that has been really impressed upon or encouraged uh, partially because of like, you know, discrimination and racism and things like that. So there wasn't always just this welcoming attitude of, you know, Latinos, uh, Mexican-Americans in, in you know the college environment. And so uh, for me, I was one of the first people in my family uh, to go to college, uh, the first person in my family to get my doctorate. And so it was something that was kind of like, why are you, uh, even jokingly, my my cousins would tease, why are you going to school so much? Like, you, what, you, you, you like it so much, you want to keep going? What are you in, they'd be like, what are you in 20th grade now or what? You know, and it was just like, you know, what are you, what are you trying to get? You know, and, and now it's kind of the opposite. They're like, hey, you kind of made the right choice, you know, going to school, you know, you don't have to work as hard or, you know, you don't have to, you know, feel like, you know, you have to get a job versus you know being able to do the work that you enjoy so growing up you know college wasn't even really on my radar it probably wasn't even until after i graduated high school i even thought about it i actually didn't go to uh college right after high school i, I remember intentionally telling people "Oh, i want to work for a while i want to see what that's like because i never worked really like full time um so i was excited to work full time and to make money Uh, Once uh, I was doing that for about six months in, I was like, I do not want to do this for the rest of my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I definitely didn't want to work full time, 40 hours a week in a job that just felt like a grind and a a push. Um, I wanted to do something different. So that's been my experience. What about for you guys? My
2: upbringing was I grew up milking cows and working in fields. But my parents were very clear. They said, we had, there were three siblings, four of us. They always said, well, you kids are going to college because we wanted to and we never were able to go. We didn't have the money. We didn't have the means. And I think the parents weren't supportive of it. So both my mom and my dad were of like mind in that way. They made it clear. And it became real clear to me, how do I want to work? do i want to i felt stuck on the farm and do i want to do this kind of manual labor all my life and i didn't want to do it plus there was so much of the world i wanted to see and i knew it was very clear to me early on i it it's not going to happen unless i would get an education unless i went to college so that part was very clear to me and that was helped out by some very progressive-minded parents i also heard the things, all the things, because I grew up in a rural area where most of the people didn't go to college. And I heard it all. I heard, you know, when I came home, I remember clearly one guy saying, yeah, goddamn college kids think they know everything. And yep, it stung. And I wasn't making money at the time and other people were out making money. It was hard, but you know what? Things come around and you get to see, you see where people go and what they do. I think co- education is extremely important. And I hear those sorts of things too. Well, so and so, they didn't get it. They got it educated. They got college education. Now they're doing this or doing that. And a lot of people on the converse will say, well, so and so, they dropped out of high school and look at them. They're a millionaire. They got a jet or whatever. It's always easy to point to the uh, individual cases and say, a- as if that were proof. Of an overall standard. And it's not proof of an overall standard. But what I think comes clear is this college, education, those are tools. If I buy a saw, it doesn't mean I automatically can build houses, right? It doesn't mean that I gotta make money building houses. It just means I got a saw. So I might get a saw and then, I don't know, dig ditches or whatever. So that's an important thing. College education, it's a tool how you want to use your tool I think that's an important piece
1: yeah I completely agree with you I find that's uh, very important it's not just going to college and getting you know the grades and even just going to the classes even getting the degree it's what you do with it so I always encourage you know even if you're not going to college making sure that you're learning gaining knowledge gaining skills Um, yeah because unfortunately I mean I've in my college experiences I've seen people be able to you know, get the good grades and be able to perform, but then not really having the knowledge or even the skills sometimes. And so uh, I don't think, I don't think college is the only way to get skills and knowledge and learning, but the, like you said too, on, in general, it kind of raises, raises the tide, if you will, it increases your odds. And so, um, yeah, I think finding for yourself, what kind of learning, you know, knowledge growth do I want to do? So I, sorry, I jumped in there.
0: No, no, that's fine. Um, Well, for me, because I grew up in a big city and um, also my dad was very educated and he was in education. He was in, um, you know, government work. And uh, for us, it was like there's there wasn't any question of not going to college. It was just like, okay, plan what do you want to do from high school? You know, what is your interest? And my dad always was, uh, involved in our education, always was involved in PTA from the time we were in school. So he knew the education system. He knew, you know, how to work with us to get us ready for college. But, um, uh, the other thing I was going to say, because I was also in education, uh, most of my career, uh, the, the society can has amazing effect on children, because I was facing with many children who were just thinking of uh, basically getting the skills, getting to work, they weren't thinking of education, you know, as we talk. So, I respect that because, as you both mentioned, education is important, but it doesn't give you skills as a tool. But some people know what they want. We had some very successful people that they knew what occupation they want to have. They wanted to go to mechanical work or they wanted to go to technology work. And sometimes those skills is, is more important But as somebody put it in, uh, you know, in words, which I always refer to is, you need to have credential that even though that doesn't mean, you know, what degree you have, but that credential is important for you to get to certain level. So, and that was something that I always converse with the kids I was working, I said, I understand you want to go to mechanical work, but you still need that credential of the degree of mechanical that when you walk in, you fill out the application. You need to have that credential in order to get in. You can't just go and and say, I have the skills. They're not going to take you in higher level jobs. You may go to work for someone in private, and get minimum uh, wage, or or if they're too nice, they just look at your skills and give you a better job. But it is important for some specific jobs to have that credential. And I think, as Dan mentioned, there's something in the head of young people that they think because so-and-so was very successful, dropped out of college or dropped out of high school, but is In this position, or um, the NBA basketball players, um, you know, there are those specific people in their mind that they think they can just be that person, but they don't realize that that is one in millions. That this happen to that person. Not necessarily everybody can get to that with dropping high school. And there's something in the head of young people that today I like to open this conversation and I hope those um, you know children that sometimes I run into and I talk to are listening to us and understanding that dropping out of high school or not going to college, um, it's um, it's gonna affect you in the long run. And one of the um, I remember in our uh, staff room we had um, the picture of famous people and they're saying about education. And one thing that really stick to me to this day was with education you can never go hungry. There's always something you can do when you're educated when you you have you know some something in in um, as a skills or as knowledge. But the other thing I was going to say, for me, when I went to college, that's exactly how I felt at that time. I thought, you know, no big deal. Colleges, yes, you take courses, but one thing that happened to me was networking and opens your mind to so many other things. Every aspect of the way you go through the education and higher education, it just gives you um, more confidence. It just gives you, opens different doors. You um, run into different people. It's it's just a different world when you go to college, when you go to higher education. And I remember I had a conversation with someone who was accepted at Stanford for uh, graduate study. And I remember it was a big mm-hmm. deal. And so I said, I'm so happy you went to Stanford. i like to hear from you. How how do you feel? And he goes, you know what? It's more networking. It's it's more, um, you know, just feeling more confident. You're among these people with a good networking system that you get to know them, you know. And on the other hand, one of my colleagues that work, a teacher who was teaching history, He went to Stanford and he actually had a graduate degree from uh, history uh, from Stanford. And I remember that was also a big deal to me. So I said in one of the uh, conversation I had, I said, wow, you have graduate degree from Stanford and you're teaching uh, history to high school kids. How does that work? Uh, My expectation was probably you should go to universities, to colleges to teach. And he goes, you know what? For me, it was the biggest mistake that I went there because I wasn't a good fit. My fit is here with these kids and helping them. And he goes, it was too above my head, although I made it through, but I wasn't happy. So it's so interesting that it's not where you go or the name it's how you feel about it how you you just the good of the fit you know what i mean so just the yeah, <laughs> okay, it's uh time to give a break and we come back and continue our conversation. شنوندگان عزیز راژیو بامداد. اگه صدای ما رو به زبان انگلیسی از راژیو بامداد من دکتر راکرز دکتر یک در خدمتون هستیم روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه از ساعت دوازت هایی که بعد از ظهر برنامه ما به زبان انگلیسی در صحبت‌های روانشناسی و موضوعات روز همینطور موضوعات فرهنگی و موضوعات دیگری که به نظر ما میرسه ممکنه مفید باشه صحبت می‌کنیم خواهش میکنم اگر صدای ما رو به زبان انگلیسی میشنویم و فکر می کسانی هستن که از برنامهمون استفاده میکنن دعوتشون کنین تا به برنامه ما توجه بکنن ما ضمناً حدود 150 پادکست ها کنون از صحبت هامون در اسپاتیفای در آیتون داریم که میتونین ما رو سرچ کنین بر اساس تاپیکی که دوست دارین و به صحبتهای ما در زمان‌های مناسب گوش بدین برمیگردیم و در خدمتون هستیم در ادامه برنامه با ما باشیم We are back with Dr. Rockers and Dr. Andrade and we continue our conversation about uh, what does education mean and how the society is sometimes um, misleading some of our young people regarding education. Um, and we, um, I would like to hear more from both of you regarding the beginning conversations we had about education.
2: I think an important part is not is that education is not restricted just to college. And I think each of you alluded to that. Trade schools, apprenticeships, technical schools, things like that can give us good skills and knowledge. It's not just skills, but with skills comes knowledge, experience, and knowing how to do things. One of the most important things in education that frequently gets missed is learning how to think. It's critical thinking skills. I, we've all heard, and some of us, myself included, have said things like, oh, when am I ever gonna use this in the real world? Like referring to algebra or calculus or something like that. And uh, the answer is actually in the question. When somebody asks that, they're missing the point. Which is, you're learning a way of thinking here, and you need to learn that way of thinking. And you may not use AX plus BX squared or Y equals MX plus B directly in your life, but learning that way of thinking is such a valuable skill. And a lot of people never achieve that or acquire that. It's especially important right now in today's society where we have uh, this almost unlimited access to information, but Many, many, many people do not know how to utilize that information, don't have those thinking skills to process that. That's what a lot of us learn in education. It's a critical piece.
0: Yeah, metacognitive, I think, is just thinking about your thinking. Uh, So it is really important to really teach children the, the way to think um, and use, utilize the knowledge, and and I really think that these are more important than because the information is there. And I remember I always focus on English language and mathematical, um, you know, concepts and mathematical courses because I often thought, you know, the most important piece in education for kids is knowing the language well and also knowing the mathematical courses. Math is important because when you know these two topics, these two important parts of knowledge, the rest is information. You can read history on your own if you have a good language. You can have the concept. You can read um, other subjects, but science, math, and language, I think it's sort of the butter and bread. The rest is, it could be just, you know, lighter in focus. Um, And I often, when I was working with the kids, I often, because I was teaching both, uh, at one point I was teaching language and at the other point I was teaching math. I often told the kids the importance of these two, Because when you know these two, you can get by in life, you can get by with other subjects.
1: I was just thinking it's so important to know the fundamentals in that way. And but I think at the same time, as we're talking about younger people, it's also at a time where they're kind of challenging a lot of things. Think about it in our development, we start to first accept the things that we hear. And then at a young, very very young age, we start to Expand that thinking, and we say, "Well, why?" And you know, "Well, who says?" And you know, "Well, what if I don't want to?" And and so those are very normal and even healthy questions to be asking. But I, I think it can be counter almost to education in a way where it's like, "Well, it's not about just doing what you're told. It's not just about absorbing this information, but being able to be exposed to things." And like Dan, as you mentioned, I like that idea. It's 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 where we're learning a new way to think where we're exercising our, our our brain in a way where there aren't a lot of self-driven ways to do that at a very young age it's that's why it's, it's done in this kind of structured way and so i think it's especially you know middle school high school it's one of those things where it's like this is this is at least the foundation that we're building for ourselves. that's that's it's meant to give us at least some footing so we can make that decision for ourselves as young adults what else do i want for myself you know what are my options if we only think you know we can only do one thing or this is the only thing accessible to us we're probably not going to expand beyond that not because we don't want to or we don't have the drive we don't even know what the options are so i always think of it as this is one education could be one of the ways that we learn what our options are so that we can make an informed choice uh, for ourselves.
0: Right. And also, uh, I believe education is, for the most part, the only thing can get people out of poverty. Because when you have education, you can always do something with your education. And one of the things that uh, you notice in countries that most people are educated. Those are the ones that they have a more a country with more democracy, um, with a better lifestyle, with um, you know social um, improvement in many ways. So I think education is the very base of everything, because with education you don't have um, issues that. Um, we are dealing with different countries that are uh, the on uh, the education is really low um, because people don't have that knowledge, understanding, um, or ha- at least minimum and um, knowledge that they need to get by for something that they're doing. Because one of the things that we have to be realistic is even if you want to work, for mcdonald's that's something that i always talked about with my students that they would hire someone who has at least high school diploma than someone who doesn't so you're competing in a world with different people that obviously anywhere you go and you apply for the job they take someone that has a higher education in different fields of course and and different levels but I was talking about, for example, high school kids that I was working with. Uh, I always brought this um, up that imagine you're applying job for Target, you're applying job for um, Walmart or different organizations. They definitely look at your application and they, they look at you being dropped out of school um, at this level. But someone else who has a high school diploma Um, So they're going to get that person because they think probably they have better customer service. They probably can read better. They probably can understand instructions better. So there's always a minimum that uh, we definitely need to have in order to get by. So dropping from high school is one of the things that sometimes is in the head of some of the people just because we discussed earlier um, but also going to college getting some education getting some credentials gets you to better world of work I believe
1: I think it definitely gives you kind of a leg up in some ways but I think that becomes a question too like how much how much does it really create all those options so I think going back to that idea too I think there are some things in addition to education that are so important that we do get from the 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 Kind of formalized education, we we learn how to you know, task manage. You know, uh, you know assignments are due by a ter- certain time. We we learn to prioritize certain things over others. We learn to find. We learn to network, as we've been talking about, which is really important. I think also too, you know, we learn how to face and sometimes deal with challenges. We can get poor grades sometimes, and we have to learn how do you work on improving your grades. How do you communicate with you know superiors your your teachers that can be something that can be a skill that is gained in the the work environment um so yeah i think there's a lot of like social pieces that it can give us too that we don't always realize and so i usually encourage individuals like uh, at least i know with some family i've encouraged like even if you don't want to get a degree, like go to community college, see what it's like, take a couple classes that sound interesting to you, you know, just kind of dip your toe in and see what that's like, both for the social experience, as well as even just kind of learning about yourself in that way. How do I navigate, you know, this structured kind of world in that way where, you know, if we're just in the work world, we got to be at work on time. We got to do what our boss tells us. And then we go home where, what are we gaining from that? When, when we are talking, especially about like entry level kind of jobs that maybe we can get a little bit from the education piece too. Even if it's just one class versus being like, I'm going to go to college or I believe college is going to change my life. It's information. Go take a class. See what that can be. See if it gives you something. Um, see if it, it changes in any way. Kind of how you previously uh, engaged in your, your personal life and your work life. Uh, and then even what you think of your your social life as well. That's one of the big draw sometimes for, for younger people too. you know, your, your built in network. It's something as adults, we talk probably a lot with our patients about, as you get older, it's just the people you work with that, you know, where school, you know, there's a whole, you know, Uh, network of, you know, usually same age or or similarly age individuals who are kind of in the same boat trying to figure out things for themselves, the trajectory of their life as well. In what way did you change when you went to college?
2: That's my
0: question. Question. Very good question. As I said, it just opens your mind to bigger things. You know, it's, uh, I remember clearly when I was taking college courses, I was. I often ask myself this question: that uh, you know, the level that you're dealing with, the the way the instructors, the professors, um, you know, deal with you. Everything is different. All of a sudden, you're treated differently. You are, um, you know, respected differently. You are. Opening to different world with people you meet, it was a different world for me. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but college for me was um, vast of um, you know ideas or opening to a different world from that limited. Um, you know, world that you had in high school, all of a sudden is open. Um, You know, if you didn't want to take this course, you can drop it and take another course. It just gives you so many options. You know, you just open your eyes and you go, wow, from all these requirements that I had to have in high school, now I'm open to all these other things i can take any courses that i want nobody is here to say no you can't take this course or nobody is here to tell me in 4 years you have to graduate i can even graduate in 3 years if i want i mean you know what i mean it's just all these things come to your mind that you're dealing with this many open ended things that they're on your way
1: And I think similarly for me, the idea of the possibilities of like, what interests me can lead to a career. So it was this idea that, oh man, there's so many different things and they're potentially accessible and there's routes to that. Like you take these these series of classes and you can get closer to that versus otherwise, I think I would have had no idea. Like, how do you, how do you get to those jobs and those careers in that way? So for me, it was the, the possibilities. Also, I think independence was really fostered. Uh, it's funny, Saida, you were mentioning that too. I remember vividly in class, one of the first times it was shocking when the professor was like, oh yeah, this is the homework, but I'm not even gonna collect it. And I was like, what do you mean you're not even gonna collect it? Like, well, why am I gonna do it? And it's like, well, you're gonna learn and then you'll do better on the test. And it was like, well, so I don't have to do the homework. That's what you're saying. I don't have to do it. He's like, yeah, you don't have to do it. I'm not going to collect it. I'm never going to know. But if you don't, it's not going to help you you know, down the line. So it, it kind of gave me that idea of like that kind of internal sense of accountability. Like you need to do the things that you need to do and because you, you could probably get by without doing those things, but there's going to be a cost to it kind of later on. So uh, yeah, that for me, I remember being like, wait, what? Like, why are you assigning it if you're not going to collect it? Like that makes no sense. But uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that is so
2: it. great. That yeah. is such an important life lesson there, you know. Because it look, it sort of relates to what we talked about yesterday with the expectations. You know, we have this expectation: homework is just okay, so I can do it for the grade. But suddenly, yeah. that was opened up for you, and it said, "No, it's not for the grade, pal. It's yeah. maybe you'll get a better grade on the test, but this is so you can help learn it or help Over. you."
0: To, yeah, and uh, also open book uh, quiz tests that many times in college you have, I hardly have ever of those open book tests um, in um, high school, you know, just all of a sudden everything changes. Your relationship to the teacher is more friendly. It's like, you know, you can be friend with your instructors, your professors, but in high school, it's so different. Um, we are um reached our um second break. Uh, we are going to um shortly have a break and come back. Shannon Aziz Radio man, Dotman, Bahamra, Dr. Daniel Rakers, Vah, Dr. Alexandro Adiembustal Hadmatun has team. من سعیده ملک افزالی هستم از رادیو بامداز صدای ما رو میشنوین روزهای شنبه و شنبه از ساعت دوازده یکی بعد از ظهر برنامه هایی که ما ضبط کردیم در سپاریفای و آیتون قابل سرچ هستن ما تا کنون حدود 150 پادکست داریم بر اساس تاپیک های مختلف روانشناسی که میتونین در ساعت‌های مناسب خودتون اونها رو گوش بدین. خواهش می‌کنم اگه کسانی هستن که ممکنه از برنامه‌ی ما به زبان انگلیسی استفاده کنن، دعوت کنین ازشون که در روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه به برنامه‌ی ما گوش بدن. برمیگردیم و دنباله‌ی صحبتمون رو در مورد آموزش و اهمیت رفتن به کالج و سطح های بالاتر آموزشی راجبش صحبت می‌کنیم. Back with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandra, and this is Saeed Malik Afsali speaking. Um, the first two parts of our conversation was about education, how our background is from uh, family um, in education, and also how important education in life is. Uh, and we had different parts of this um, conversation. And uh, now for the last part of our conversation. Um, I wanted to talk about the career technical education that has become a big thing in most of the schools. And I remember uh, started about um, sort of 10 years ago, the conversation continued. And since two, three years ago, it became uh, more uh, implemented in some of the schools, the uh, vocational education. And as uh, Dr. Rockers mentioned, it is important to also understand that college and education in different fields are not for everyone and we can force some of the people who are not really made for some of the subjects or some of the careers or some of the professionals but they're good with their hands they're good with technology so it is important also to realize what path is working for us um being in um education for years and working with high school kids, I clearly could define who would be good for career technical education, who would be good for vocational education. And not everybody is for, you know, different, um, professions that exist. So I wanted to see what are your experience in that regard. I'm sure in each of our families, there are people that you can clearly say, this needs to go to technical school. This person is so good with hands, can do mechanical work. Um, because I know um, studying is not that easy for everyone. And also the skills that people Naturally, as a talent have also, we need to pay attention to those.
1: So I had a question for you related to that. Have you had a lot of experience? I forget what it's called. Um, I know there's like a test that they sometimes will take oh, in high right, school. Right, right.
0: Asda? Yeah, Aska.
1: yeah. Where how How accurate or like how valid do you feel like that is? Because I don't ever remember taking that myself, but I wonder if that would be one of those things that can be helpful to kind of, uh, you know, take and get a, a, a sense of direction for oneself. Um,
0: yeah, I, I think ASVAP is one of the most um, accurate um, tests that you take. And it tells you what profession you're good at. I have taken that and it was uh, exactly what I expected from me. And when I talked to most of the students who had taken this test, They clearly said, it's exactly what I'm interested in and who I am, and and they're absolutely right. And my own sons took the ASVAB, and they both thought it was very accurate. So it is important to actually, most of the high schools actually recommend the high school kids to take that test, and it really shows what are you good at and what field would be most successful for you to enter.
1: Yeah, I think that could be one way to go about it. And then also, too, even just kind of talking with people who you're close to, people who you trust, um, who you can kind of get some support and some guidance. Um, I, I have to say, too, just in, in that regards into my own career path, uh, Daniel played a huge part in that and uh, in regards to me being able to, to learn that I can think kind of like a psychologist. And uh, as we all know in the air, Daniel's great at asking questions. And so uh, in my experience with them too, he would ask me questions that allowed my mind kind of to expand and be like, oh, wait, what do I think? And what's my perspective? Uh, and I think Daniel's a great teacher in that way. He would never just give me the answer or, or lead me the answer, but would encourage and foster my own thought process as well, which uh, especially at that time, really helped in thinking for myself, hey, could this be something that I, I do as a career? And so I think that was like the, the origins of being able to learn for myself, hey, this is a possibility. I think if you would have asked me then if I knew I was going to become a psychologist, uh, the answer probably would have been no. I didn't know I was going to. But I did know that, one, it was something I enjoyed learning about. And it was also something that I enjoyed seeing. And that's something what I usually encourage people like first, see if you like learning about it, then see if you like, you know, being a part of it or experiencing or witnessing it. And that's what I got to do. And sitting in uh, sessions with Daniel and group and individual sessions with uh, the consent of the patients to allow me to kind of see what that therapeutic process was. I was like, Hey, I like seeing this. I like being a part of this. Uh, as well as even then being able to try to practice this. I think a lot of times would we'll just jump to, oh, that's what I want to do. And yeah, I don't want to learn about it or I've never done it before. But yeah, that's I'm going to invest everything into my all my energy into doing that. It's like, well, wait, hold on. You know, you could always talk to somebody who is in that field. You can read about it, learn about it a, a little bit on your own. Uh, there can be a progression to kind of getting into that a little bit more so that's usually what i encourage people no matter what you're looking into first see if you like it like learning about it experience it witness it and then see what it's like to do it yeah
2: i think that's a great great point is build it as a progression go step by step and if once it's what I, i sometimes tell clients it's like well As you walk down a hallway, it's like you're pushing a door, checking to see if it opens for you. And if it opens for you, go ahead and go in. And if you like that, then you may keep going and you may go to the next door and to the next door. It's just you're building up in that way. But I think the important part for me in terms of all of the education and learning is a sense of curiosity. Can we be curious about things? Can we have some interest in things? That's when, of course, we ask the questions, but that's when we learn. That's the where the learning comes from. Can you be curious? So for me, I think that's what I would say for most people. See if you can develop your own sense of curiosity when you're out and about in the world and then bring that same curiosity to whatever it is, whatever subject that you're studying.
3: Yeah. For me, it's
2: also a sense of play. Can you just play with those things? Can you have fun with it? and try out different things. What were you saying, Saideh?
0: I was just going to say, our interests through life changes. And you hear from people that, oh, I wish I had continued this profession uh, over what I'm doing now. I want to say it's never late to follow with what you are interested, because you don't have to really change profession, but you can (laughs) actually Go to that field and have that in addition to what you're doing. Sometimes uh, we feel like it's too late to change profession. If you are in early 40s, for example, it's not late. I remember talking to one of the neighbors who was at that time, I would say 50 years old. And he was an engineer working actually here for the state. And he said he has been accepted to medical field. And it was such a surprise to me that by the time this person is the medical doctor, he's almost 60. So I was very surprised. But when I talked to him and his wife, they both said this was something that he always wanted to in life. And he happened to go to engineering field that he was always missing being a doctor, medical doctor. And finally he realized at age 50, he retired from work in, at the state and then he went to medical field and he was, I remember I accepted at that time at uh, a university in Dallas, Texas. Um, he left, I never heard from them because I never see them. They were never back to the neighborhood. And plus we left that neighborhood. But I always remember that mindset that even at that age, he wanted to change career and he was so passionate about becoming doctor. And I clearly remember, he said, even if I practice 10 years of my life, when I'm 60 up to 70, I will be completely fulfilled in life because I did what I wanted to do. So that was really interesting. So I want to also encourage sometimes, you know, their students or their people around age of 30 that they haven't gone to college. They haven't started the career, but it's never late. You know, don't think I'm 30, I'm 40 and I'm starting you can do it, you know, and also for the uh, career, the professional skills, there's so many skills computer, architecture, construction, you know, energy field, fashion, um, you know, so many fields, even food, even, um, you know, different, different, um, you know, part that maybe sometimes we haven't thought of, but if that is your interest, you can go to culinary school, become a good chef, if that's your interest. So there are professions that you can follow at any age, if you want.
1: I would say the same thing too. you're you're 60, you're not dead. You know, like, (laughs) it's like, you're not done. You can't, you know, who says you can't, Daniel?
0: yeah
2: i that's a a great this is a great point i had just clipped a a small article from science magazine in november and it is about manfred steiner finally has the degree he always wanted this fall the 89 year old earned a doctorate in theoretical physics from brown university
0: wow so 89 i think that's the oldest
2: octogenarian the oldest person to get their PhD. Wow. How cool is that? He followed his dream. He wanted to do that.
0: That is awesome. I I really feel when I hear these sort of things about people, I really feel to the day you are alive in life, if there's something you want to do and you haven't pursued, you can always do that. What a great sort of ending to our program that 89 year old had their first PhD, that is awesome. And I think everyone can do that if, if they're interested, and that's their passion in life.
1: I think similarly, it's the idea of starting small, you know, just even researching those things that you want to do. A lot of times people feel overwhelmed or consumed, oh, I I can never get to that endpoint. It's like, well, research, explore, what do you what do you need to do to start? You know, it's kind of one step at a time. It's a process. You don't have to, you know, know it all or, or, you know, jump in, you know, 100% sometimes. It's exploring what that is for you, kind of taking it step by step. Yeah,
0: a Great conversation. I hope our listeners who are at the um, age or at a situation where they need to follow through with their education or think about their career, um, they realize that how much it's in front of them and what a vast opportunity there is in world to pursue so we are at the end of our program i want to thank our listeners uh, for uh, following us and also i want to end with a statement Um, i know that dr rockers had to go to his next meeting and it's me and dr andrade and we want to end our program with the usual last statement
1: Yeah, I'll go first. I just want to encourage individuals to think, you know, what is education meant for them and what could it mean for them? I think it's easy to say, well, you know, my family looks at it this way, or my culture looks at it this way, or, you know, for my age, this is what it is versus being able to say, wait, like, what could it be for me? And it doesn't have to, as I just alluded to a minute ago, it doesn't have to be big. It can be something small that you start, even just researching, planning, planning, uh, kind of understanding what what is the process, what does it entail? Um, with everything, especially nowadays, given how the world is right now, there's so much available online to us to to learn and and to grow and develop ourselves. So you know there can be so many possibilities of uh, you know self education, you know being able to to do uh, education remotely. Uh, There's so many options. So start small, see what works for you.
0: And uh, I want to say at any age, sometimes uh, we don't see where we are and how young we are because every 10 years you go back and you go, oh my gosh, how young I was 10 years ago. And at any age you feel like, oh my gosh, it's past my time to do this. It's past my time to do that. But seriously, think twice. At any age, you can pursue your dream. Uh, You hear stories from people that they pursued their um, dream at later ages. So whatever age you are, I want to encourage you to do what it takes to get to what you always wanted to do. We have one life and it's short. So realize where you are in that life. Don't ever sit and envy others or think about things that you haven't done or you you haven't had. Think of what you can have and what you can do. There's such energy within each of us that if we active those energies, we can get to anywhere we want. And I want to really leave you with this, that go find your interests at any age you are and do it. Don't ever say I wanted to do that and I never got to it. You still can do that. We heard an 89-year-old was the oldest who got his PhD. So think about it. If you're even 80 and you want to do something, don't ever say I don't learn now, I'm too late. You have to activate those energies and those those um, nervous um, system in you to motivate yourself so with that i wish you a wonderful sunday and um, a wonderful week ahead so we come back next week and and um converse about another topic of psychology or culture have a wonderful sunday night and also following week
3: عوصه یاری مکن تو ای دل دیوانه با غم دیرینم به مزار سینم به De la تو باز آمدم اثر کوی او دل دیوانه انام کردن در خاکطررق آن همه آرزو دل دیوانه با من ای چه ها کردی تو مرا با عشق و کردی پس از این زاری مکن حوث یاری مکن و ای ناکام دل دیوانه با غم دیرینم به مزار سینم به دل دیوانه با تو رفتم بی تو باز آمدم از سر کوی او دل دیوانه ادتحان کردم در خاک آن همه آریزو دل دیوانه، بگویم با من ای دل چه ها کردی تو مرا با عشق او آشنا کردی پس از این زاری مکن حوث یاری مکن به ای ناکام دل دیوانه با غم دیرینم به مزار سینم به خوابان دل دیوانه به خوابان دل دیوانه رادیو بامداد صدای ما و شما با زبانی آشنا